a Radio 191 FM podcast. It's now 9.45, which means it is, of course, time for the deep dive. And this week we are looking at Father John Misty and his first album under that uh, pseudonym, shall we say, Fear Fun. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Father John Misty is the solo stage name of Joshua Tillman, who is a multi-instrumentalist. He's played for a bunch of different groups. He's recorded under the name Jay Tillman, and he was also the drummer for Fleet Foxes from 2008 until 2012. He released his first solo album under the name Father John Misty uh, in uh, 2012 on the 30th of April. It was called Fear Fun, and that's the album we're going to be checking out today. Um, it's a really cool album. It was released in 2012, as I said, and it's a real dramatic departure from his previous works. And um, It covers a sort of wide range of indie rock to um, psychedelic folk and everything in between. It's got all these lush sort of orchestral overdubs. It's real texturally dense. It's real interesting. And it's, um, it almost gives me vibes of the, the kinks, uh, especially their later works, such as the Village Green Preservation Society. Um, the production on this album is so lavish and lush, and um, but it, do- it doesn't sound over the top, which sometimes albums like this can have a habit of going too much, but it sounds great. I really love it. Um, especially the vocals. Uh, the vocals range from like these fragile, delicate sort of calls for help to harsh bravado, and that's a, a sort of theme you see in a lot of um, Father John Misty's work. Um, and the instrumentals are so on point here. They're so tight. They just sound clean. They're great. Um, while not as critically acclaimed as his later albums have become, I really love this album. It's the album that I like the best when I listen to his work. Um, I just love the shifts between these so slow sort of ballads with all these lush instrumentals, these harsher little um, bops with like bright twangy guitar and bluesy riffs. And yeah, it's just an awesome album. I can really honestly listen to this album in any mood. Um, let's check out the first song. It's called Fun Times in Babylon. Um, I really love this song, and I'm, I'm going to say it about every song on this album, because every song on this album, in my opinion, is really good. Uh, Fun Times in Babylon, it's got these awesome keys, and it's got, and they really accent these uh, guitar strums throughout. The backing vocals are gorgeous, and throughout the whole album, the backing vocals are really on point, and it sounds great when they harmonize with um, Tillman's lead vocals. Uh, the percussion in the song, and indeed the percussion throughout the album, is really great. The drums have this sort of nice orchestral thud to them. It sounds almost like a, a timpani, which is the, the big drum they use in an orchestra. It's really cool. And uh, like I said before, the song is super texturally dense. You could listen to it over and over and find new little hints of ideas or um, cues or um, concepts or themes or whatever without throughout the song. It's great. And it, that's what I really love about a song, when you can listen to one part or one instrument throughout and see how it changes. And it's, it's really great. And I love how it's like a puzzle and it all just fits together great it's an awesome song that's fun times in babylon and after that we will be playing nancy from now on this is the deep dive into father john misty's uh 2012 album fear fun yeah you're listening to monday night psych on radio one here is fun times in babylon by father john misty
And I know I have mine I've got my right hand stamped In the concentration camp Where my organs scream Slow down, man That was Father John Misty with his song Nancy from now on from his album Fair Fun. And before that we had Fun Times in Babylon. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 191 FM and we're doing a deep dive into Father John Misty's 2012 album Fair Fun. Um, That song Nancy from now on, I really love it. I love the whole aesthetic and sound of it. That bouncy carnival-like synth, or maybe it's a Wurlitzer keyboard, I'm not quite sure. But it sounds really great. I love the use of um, a maraca or a shaker. Um, instead of a conventional drum kit I think it gives it a much softer tone but it it definitely complements the song more than I think a a typical drum kit 
would have used uh, would have. Uh, the vocals are great. I love the reverb all over it. It sounds amazing. And then a reverb on the piano gives it such a, an intense sort of dreamy orchestral feel. It really gives me um, uh, vibes of romantic era composers, which is like about the 1830s to about 1900. They used um, very dreamy styles of uh, piano writing, such as Wagner and Debussy. So if if you like that. I definitely recommend having a, a look through some of those um, 18th, 19th century um, composers. You might find it quite similar. And the use of bongos also is a really great choice. Like um, like the shaker, it gives it that nice, softer texture. And it's awesome. And I just love it. That's a really nice song. And the harmonies, my God, are they on point. They, they sound great. Um, moving on, the next song I want to look at is Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings. Um, which is an awesome song. It's got raw, biting guitar. It's got these super compressed drums. They almost sound... They give me a Led Zeppelin vibes, weirdly enough, despite this album basically not sounding like Led Zeppelin at all. Um, specifically, um, the song When the Levee Breaks by Led Zeppelin. It's it's like that if you took out all the reverb but had the, the harsh compression on it. It sounds really cool. Especially um, on the cymbals and the the hi-hat and stuff it sounds really great um and i love how the the vocals contrast these harsh sort of biting instrumentals like the compressed drums and this really raw harsh guitar and you have these really luscious um on point vocals throughout and i really love how he, he structures his vocal phrases um in the song he does all these sort of weird combinations and uneven phrasing it sounds great and then after that we'll have um we'll play i'm writing a novel which is possibly my favorite song on the album though it's tough to choose because so many of the songs on this album are great so yeah let's check it out here is hollywood forever cemetery sings by father john misty from his 2012 album fair fun and then after that we'll have we'll play i'm writing a novel um you're listening to monday night psych on radio one nanny one fm here is uh, Father John Misty with Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings.
face down to my knees Screaming, please come help me That Canadian shaman gave a little too much to me And I'm writing a novel Because it's never been done before First house that I saw I wrote house up on the door And told the people who lived there They had to get out Cause my reality is realer than yours And there's no time in the present And there's a black dog on the bed I went to the backyard To burn my only clothes And the dog That was I'm Writing a Novel by Father John Misty uh, from his 2012 album Fair Fun and before that we had his song Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings. You're listening to the Deep Dive on Radio 1 91 FM. We're looking at Father John Misty's 2012 album Fair Fun. Uh, that song I'm Writing a Novel is awesome. I love it. It's possibly my favourite song on the album. It starts off with that awesome percussive uh, acoustic guitar 
and then it, it brings in the uh, the bluesy interplay between those electric guitars. You've got the rhythm playing that sort of classic, you know, dun 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 dun. Uh, that was a terrible impression, but that that st- classic blues style phrasing, and then you get that overdubbed biting lead guitar, and it plays those awesome uh, rhythmic phrases and riffs, and it just pops in and out throughout the song, and it sounds really cool. Um, I'm fairly sure that's a Wurlitzer um, keyboard, which is an old-fashioned type of um, keyboard. Uh, it just has a very distinctive sound, and um, you can look it up if you're interested. But uh, it sounds great, um, even if it's not. That key sound great. I love how dense it is. You got all these um, competing sort of sounds, and it gives that really sort of manic uh, feel to the song. It sounds great. And then I love the uh, the piano embellishing the whole song along the way. It sounds really cool. It gives me um, it reminds me of 1950s uh, blues slash rock vibes, especially you know if you're thinking um, Chuck Berry or something, and they'd have a a uh, piano playing along to the bits and just popping in and out and soloing around. It just sounds real cool. It's such a boppy little song. It's awesome. Um, moving on, we're going to look at uh, Misty's Nightmares 1 and 2 is the next song we're looking at. Um, and then after that, we'll be looking at... This is Sally Hatchet. Uh, Misty's Nightmares 1 and 2 is such a cool song. It's got this really cool haunting intro. It sounds great. Um... It's this all this high-pitched guitar sound. I'm fairly sure they're playing a slide. Um, for those of you who don't know, a slide is a, a piece of glass or metal that a guitarist slides around their finger. Um, it's like a, a cylinder that you stick over your finger and you um, you slide up and down the guitar and it gives it a real sort of um, spooky feeling. Well, it can give it a spooky feeling, which it does in this song. Definitely recommend going on YouTube and checking out some videos of it. If you haven't heard one before, it sounds real cool. Um... The verse is great. I love how it's super sparse and all this echoey reverb drums. You know, for a bit you've just got the vocals and the drums and it sounds really great. And I I love how he plays with texture, not just on this song, but throughout the whole album. He'll he'll go from real dense textures to really uh, sparse, um, empty textures. And uh, it really reflects um, the lyrics and stuff um, because a lot of his lyrics are quite a about you know going from feeling brash and confident to feeling uh, very fragile and lonely and all that sort of stuff um the vocals and harmonies sound great as always they almost sound ethereal on this sort of song it's got a very haunting uh sound to it in my opinion um i love tillman's vocalizations and the chorus you know the singing just like ooh. i mean that's my attempt at a vocalization but um you know wordless singing shall we say um and the piano sounds super imposing in parts where it just pops in and out of the mix and it's really high and he's playing these thumping sort of loud bassy chords and stuff it sounds great um so yeah let's check it out that's uh, misty's nightmares one and two and then after that we'll be playing this is sally hatchet you're listening to monday night psych on radio one 91 fm we're doing a deep dive in father john misty's 2012 album fair fun here's the song misty's nightmares one and two Hope you enjoy it.
ever since I lost mine The fireworks disaster
That was Father, Mist- Father John Misty's song, This is Sally Hatchet, and before that we had Misty's Nightmares 1 and 2. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1, 91 FM, and we're currently doing a deep dive into Father John Misty's 2012 album, Fair Fun. Uh, that song, Sally Hatchet, sounds great. Um, I love, at the very start, he's got these uh, his vocals sort of border on distorting and uh, throughout the album there's a couple of cases where he sings something and his voice sounds like it's cracking and or it just distorts or very like you know starts to break up in it i really love that effect you know especially on a an a emotionally charged moment on a song and it suddenly you know it distorts a little bit it sounds great um the guitar on that song is really awesome uh especially you know you got the whole sort of phrase and then suddenly you get that that weird uh, extended chord you know it's got like a seventh or a ninth in it, it sounds really crazy and cool uh, you've got all this airy harpsichord coming through it's almost hypnotic sounding at parts uh, and I really love the orchestral overdubs throughout the song it gives it such a, a commanding uh, impressive feel to the song and he, he uses all these uh, cool effects in the production obviously out this album there's lots of reverb and it sounds great but uh, here at one point as I think it's around the, the two minute 10 mark uh, that biting guitar hits and suddenly there's all this reverb and it sounds like it's a, a reversed uh, delay effect or, or all sort of the, the pitch increases and suddenly just sounds like it zips up it's probably the best way to describe it but it sounds really cool and um, yeah and I really love at the end that sort of orchestral break I guess not really a bridge, but a guitar solo part where the guitar is playing this all slidey, high-pitched, you know, hypnotic um, guitar solo, and then you have the orchestral, the orchestra, the strings playing this um, pizzicato uh, ascending motif. I guess is how you describe it. Pizzicato, uh, for those of you who don't know, is when uh, string players in an orchestra they uh, they pick it, they pick the strings with their fingers rather than playing it with a bow like they normally would. But uh, and you get this uh, dun, 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 dun uh, effect in the background over this real slidey and intense, crazy guitar solo, and it's, it really gives it a hypnotic feel to it because you've got that something consistent going behind it and then all this sort of craziness in front. It sounds great. Um, it really gives me sort of Alice in Wonderland slash Lewis Carroll vibes. You know, it's super surreal and out there and almost um, surreal is probably the best way I'd describe it or absurd perhaps he uses a a lot of surreal imagery throughout his lyrics and it's really backed up by the um, by the great you know instrumentals and it sounds awesome I really love it throughout this entire album moving on um, the next song I want to look at is maybe one of my favourites as well it's hot I I can't choose a favorite in this album but it's a uh, called well you can do it without me and it's an awesome song i love the vocals in the song and I, I was talking about the vocals breaking up just before and distorting and they do it near the end of the song it sounds so good i, I cannot get enough of it and uh, the guitar tone is awesome it's sort of glassy and a it's almost jazzy feeling you know it's kind of got that muted bassy feel to the guitar the keys slash wurlitzer because i'm not quite sure what it is they sound great it's, it's really given me a sort of an updated version of the 50s, early 60s style of um, blues, rock, music. Um, yeah, it's just a really cool bluesy, ch- chill style of song. And uh, the lyrics are great. I'm not going to 
analyze the lyrics because, uh, I mean, I think they're interesting enough that you can make your own mind about them. But uh, I, I, I particularly like the song because I, th- I think it's got lots of the good um, imagery in it. And then after that, we'll play Now I'm Learning to Love the War. Uh, you're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1, 91 FM. Here is Well, You Can Do It Without Me by Father John Misty. Shipping 
That was Now I'm Learning to Love the War by Father John Misty, and before that we had Well You Can Do It Without Me. That song, Now I'm Learning to Love the War, is so cool. It's got such a, a haunting, um, wistful atmosphere to the whole song. It pairs so well with all the, uh, the strings. The percussion is so great, and I especially love the transition into the, the sort of chorus section as it was, and you get the, uh, you know the drums start going, it's, it's hitting the bass drum, it sounds faster, the tempo doesn't change, but you know, it just gives it a bit of 
kicks a bit of energy into the song and you get that overdubbed lead guitar playing a sort of descending riff throughout uh, it's just a really awesome shift in the song um, and the vocals are so good especially the vocals at the end they're real haunting and desperate and it's I, I really love that song I think it's such a uh, cool song um, of course I'd say that I'm choosing to discuss it but um, no it's just really cool shifts and tempo um, the texture is so great which I've been saying throughout this album but it's so dense and it's but it's so lush and great um, we're coming up to the end of the deep dive so I've got one more song um, it's the song that finishes the album off coincidentally it's called Every Man Needs a Companion and um, like now I'm learning to love the war it's got really haunting sort of powerful ideas it's it's very wistful, it's um, I don't know, I just really like how it concludes the album, I think it's a really great um, conclusion to the album it feels like a culmination of all the awesome features throughout the album it's got the great production, awesome harmonies this dense texture, lots of overdubbing, all this sort of polyphonic interplay um, throughout it's just really great um, yeah, let's just get into it uh, here is Every Companion it's going to conclude our deep dive into Father John Misty's 2012 album Fair fun. Hope you've enjoyed it. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1, 91 FM. Here is Every Man Needs a Companion. Someone to turn his heart 
That concludes our deep dive into Father John Misty's uh, 2012 album, Fair Fun. If you enjoyed that album, I definitely cannot recommend enough checking out his other work. It's all really good stuff. Um, I don't think he's ever written a bad album, at least um, under the Father John Misty pseudonym. Uh, Yeah, it's an awesome album, and I love that song. It's real haunting. Uh, That was Every Man Needs a Companion, which is such a... uh, I don't know, wistful, uh, almost lonely sounding conclusion to the album, but it's really great. It's a cool song. That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.